The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. It is September the 10th, 2022. We are on the eve of the first full football Sunday. And you and I are here together till noon today. So I say good morning. It is a beautiful day outside. It is a wild sports weekend. The baseball teams are on the verge of crumbling. The football is here tomorrow. You have the Jets at 1 o'clock right here on 98.7. You have the Giants at 425. It feels like the Jets. I heard the K-Show, the opening of the K-Show yesterday. Michael was like, I thought the Jets were going to win 10 games. I'd like to amend that. Michael, what would you like to amend it to? Down to five or six. So the Jets haven't taken a snap of regular season football, and people are already kind of jumping off that proverbial Jets bandwagon. We have, as you know, Stump Rothenberg today at 1030. We have a lot of NFL insight. Um, we'll get to a lot of your calls. We just may. I haven't officially cleared this with the powers that be, but we might do a frenzy in the 11 o'clock hour. We're going to have a lot of baseball talk. We're going to have a lot of football talk. This is, and I don't know if you guys find it like this, I, and I, I, this is not like Rothenberg's messing around, going crazy. I honestly am sincere when I tell you this. Weekends like this for me are very stressful and very overwhelming. And I'm not, like, that's not me being, a, like, well, maybe it is me being a lunatic, but that's not me, like, there's not hyperbole. Like, this is honestly very genuine. Last night, I'm locked in on the Mets, I'm locked in on the Yankees. The Yankees are on Prime. So now I've got to, you know, devote a TV separately to that one all by its own without flipping capabilities. I'm locked in on, I don't know if you like tennis, it was an unbelievable match between between Alcaraz and um, and Tiafo, And then the Braves start at 940. So, I, I mean, I am, uh, finally, I got a, a text from my wife. Um, text from my wife. And she says, are you going to come upstairs? And I said, yeah, of, of course. But I, I, I have to wait. Uh, I, I have to wait. And she said, well, what are you waiting for? I said, there's, there's too much stuff going on. There's too much stuff going on. I said, when, when, when things calm down, I will come upstairs. But, I mean, it was, it was a lot. And I'm watching these two teams crumble before my eyes. And we'll get to the baseball in just a moment. Uh, but you talk about... The stress of this weekend, you know, later later today, you got you have a full day of college football. You have the women's championship, right? And then tomorrow, I forget about it. It's stress to the nth degree. You got football, wall to wall. You have the Mets. You have the Yankees. You have the Yankees today. It's it's a lot. It I'm I, like this. It's a lot, and I'm very excited, and I feel a bit overwhelmed. Like like I nothing really overwhelms me. Like, you know, kids going off to school. All right, guys, have a great day. Love you. See, see you later. Right? Like, like things in the marriage. You know what? Nothing's really all that overwhelming to me. So is an issue with the house? Whatever. No big deal. When it comes to too much sports to watch, I find it to be a little bit overwhelming. So that's where we are with the sports. Now let's take, take a deep, deep dive into it. At 1-800-919-3776, by the way. I'd, I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to get heavily involved in the calls today. We have a lot of Mets, a lot of Yankees, a lot of NFL. So we, we start with, and you know what? I, I've been sitting here for months, I guess, at this point, saying, 
oh, the, the Mets, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Watching the Braves, seeing the Braves, noticing the Braves, but it's fine. Why is it fine? Because the Mets, don't, they, don't, they don't lose. They don't lose a lot of games. You know, l- listen, is it fair to say that the Mets have not played as well as Atlanta? Sure. But when you look at what the Mets are, it's honestly, it's, it's hard to crush them because they've played really good baseball until this week. Until a week ago today when it slowly has started to fall apart. And, and you find out the Scherzer injury. You lose a game to Washington. 7-1, mind you, last Saturday night. And Scherzer's hurt. And they tell you, well, he's not going to miss any time. And, that, and now he is. And he's on the IL. And now they tell you, you know, you have nothing to worry about because Scherzer's going to be, he's going to be back and he's going to be fine. And there's, there, it's, a, it's a non-issue. Un- until he goes on the IL. And then they lose again, right? Then they lose again to Washington by the same exact score, 7-1. And, and now I'm sitting here, and now this team has lost two games in a row. And then they show up for Pittsburgh, and they get rained out. And then they lose to Pittsburgh. And now all of a sudden, I, I think you start to get, uh, maybe it's just me, you start to get nervous because Atlanta doesn't lose. They don't lose. And then the Mets, Mets bounce back with a doubleheader win on Wednesday. Fine. I mean, Pittsburgh is all, I mean, beyond bad. Pittsburgh is, is one of the worst teams you've ever seen. It, it is absolutely brutal is what they are. But fine. So you bounce back. You get a victory. You get another victory. DeGrom is great. You score runs, but you have this uneasy feeling. And Atlanta, again, doesn't. They go out. They sweep Oakland. Both teams are off on Thursday. You come back Friday. The half-game lead remains. The Mets go out there and stink against Miami, a team that doesn't score at all, a team that hasn't put up more than three runs in like 10 days. And last night against the Mets, they put up six. Six, six, and David Peterson can't get out of the fourth inning, and Jeff McNeil, and it's hard to to come down on McNeil all that hard, but Jeff McNeil goes out there, first and third, one out, double play, down 4-3, seventh inning, first, bases loaded for Lindor, 0-2 hole, hard ground ball to third, double play, bullpen does what the bullpen does because they've done nothing to improve that bullpen. Tommy Hunter, Joely Rodriguez, are these the guys that I'm counting on in big moments? And the Mets lose. And then I flip over. And, of course, it's on Apple TV, so I can't even put it on my regular MLB, you know, extra innings package. I have to start dealing with Apple. Two batters in, Braves up 2-0. They never trail. They win 6-4. Great, 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 great. So here we are. As we start September the 10th, Getting involved in football season, people. Getting involved in football season. The Mets are now sitting here in second place. Unbelievable. Now, it looks like Marte, they keep saying, well, he could come back today. I mean, I don't know how confident you feel about that. He could come back tomorrow. I don't know how confident you feel about that. And now you go up against Pablo Lopez. And the Braves never lose. They never lose. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it. So now I'm in second place on September the 10th. Now, 
can you, I mean, can you win the next two games in Miami? And then it couldn't be easier against Chicago and Pittsburgh. Here's what I want. Is this too much to ask for? Honestly, here's what I want. I want the Mets to win these two, and then I want to go 6-1 and one at home against the dregs that are Chicago and Pittsburgh. You say, that's all, Dave, you want 8-1 and one in the next nine? Yeah, you know what? If you're going to compete and potentially win this division, that's what I want. I want 8-1 and one in the next nine. I'm sorry. Not only do I want it, I think I might need it. So that's where we are at the Mets, but I am beyond annoyed. Really, be beyond annoyed at where we are with this team right now. And then you flip over to the Yankees. And by the way, I don't want a lot of calls. Well, Marte's hurt and Scherzer's hurt. You know what? Soroka's been out all year, and Ozzy Albies has been out, and Ronald Acuna has been you know, in and out of the lineup all season long. This is part of the game. And I'm sure I'll get Yankee. Well, we don't have Rizzo and Glaber can't hit. And we don't have, you know, Donaldson. And we don't have Benintendi. And we don't have Stanton. And we don't have LeMahieu. Boo. Who? Every team. Are the Yankees going through more injuries than most? Sure. Look at the Twins. I think they have 17 guys. I think they have 17 guys on the injured list. Including, by far and away, their best player in Buxton. And then you turn to the Yankees. I mean, are you, are you, doesn't it feel, and I don't like the Yankees, but doesn't it feel like the Yankees are never going to win a game again? Even when they win, you feel like the next game they're not going to win. I mean, that 4 nothing lead last night for Tampa might as well have been 24 to nothing. And I know that you got the tying run on base and Torres hit it to the wall and you thought maybe you tied this thing up. But, I mean, my, it's not like Tampa is murderer's row. Matas was serviceable. He wasn't great. He was serviceable. But Aaron Hicks in left field. I mean, can I, can I use the phrase unmitigated disaster? How bad was he last night in this game? He chases that ball, which was a very catchable ball, drops it, and then assumes for some reason, and he was clearly in fair territory. He's standing there watching it as guys are circling the bases. And then he has another misplay, and I think it was the very next batter. So before you get out of the fourth, it's 4 nothing, and you probably knew that it was over. And it was so bad that they had to get him out of the game and get Florio into left field. That's how bad it was for the Yankees. Let's take a listen, because Aaron Boone rarely, if ever, has anything negative to say about his guys. But let's take a listen to Aaron Boone, firstly, on the benching of his starting left fielder from yesterday, Aaron Hicks. Oh, yeah, I think he definitely thought it foul. It's not, not a punishment. Just clarify. I mean, I, I think I've answered this. I think we got it by now. Just clarify yeah. the play. Yeah. It was not a punishment. Well, what was it? Right? I mean, if, if, if it's not a punishment, why would you take him out of the game? Because he, he he's just almost unplayable at this point. And the Yankees are so ravaged by injuries that they've he's been leading off or batting third. Are you disappointed with Aaron Hicks? Yeah, I mean, it's not a, yeah, it's disappointment, you know, so there's a level of, like, feeling feeling for him there, and but, um, you know, I just, I just felt like at that time I needed to make a change. You need to make a change because, I mean, let's be fair, he's he's unplayable is what he is, and, and it stinks. Listen, I, I enjoy watching the Yankees lose. I don't enjoy watching Gallo 
have happened to him what's happened to him. I don't enjoy watching guys just almost be unplayable. And that's what Hicks is. You know, I still think Brian Cashman, I'm sure a lot of Yankees fans will call today, 1-900-919-3776, and, and get into the, the Yankees and what they think about them and how upset they are and, you know, the, the whole outlook of, of this club right now. But when you look at Aaron Hicks and when you look at Brian Cashman, like Brian Cashman I think is very good. I think he's a very smart baseball guy. I think he's trying to do it in a different way than the Yankees have, have really ever done it. But he swung and missed on a few. And this is a, I mean, Aaron, and then you lock him up to a long-term deal, right? In a bizarre world, we, we live in a world right now where the Yankees locked Aaron Hicks up to a long-term deal and are playing chicken with Aaron Judge. Think about that for a second. The Yankees locked up Aaron Hicks to a long-term deal. And rather than get something done early with Aaron Judge, waited to the 11th hour, and now we're going to, if they keep him, pay him hundreds of millions of dollars. New York baseball, at this very moment, feels like it's crumbling. 1-800-919-3776. We're going to get to a lot, a lot of football today. The Jets, injury riddled. The Giants... Injury riddled. We'll do a frenzy. We'll do Stump Rothenberg. There's a lot going on. It's a Saturday. You smell that? It's football in the air on 98.7 ESPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh. Oh. Now, here's something because Harvey, leave this up, Harvey. And Joe, who are my, my two new guys here on the show. I don't know them all that well, but I'm getting to know them. Harvey says to me, you'll, you'll like the song coming up. Harvey, what you don't realize, and, and good morning to you, by the way. Good morning, Dave. What you, what you don't realize is this is the song I walked down the, the aisle to at my wedding. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Do I, do I like it? I love it. I love it. Now, how did that come about? How did class? Well, because here's the thing. We'll get to the calls in a minute. You know, are you not married? Are you, Harvey? No, not a chance. Yet. You, you, you said that like that's like it's the worst thing in the world. Well, Marriage. no, I'm, I married the right girl is great. I can imagine. All I've been told throughout my twenty, almost twenty-seven years of life here, is that do not get married. That's all I've been told. No, all that, you know, you're getting terrible advice. I don't know who's giving you that advice, but that is, honestly, that is hideous advice. I, you, I believe it. You find the right person, and you'll be happy as, as can be. I have clearly found that right person. But here's here's how it came to pass. Uh, when you get married and you're the guy, typically you you allow the wife to be um, many of the choices, many of the selections when it comes to the wedding, which which I did. And one of the few things we were discussing is what song would you like to walk down the aisle to? And I said... I like something from the NFL film soundtrack, and the the like the the band leaders like the the what? I was like, yes, I'd like something from the NFL film soundtrack, and he's like, you're you're kidding, right? I was like, no, no, I'm not remotely kidding. That's in fact what I would like, and I had to hand him my NFL film soundtrack CD, and uh, yes, and and that was the song I walked down the aisle to 
on May 8th, 2004. So to say I'm excited for the start of the NFL season would be accurate. All right, 1-800-919-3776. We got to get to a lot of your calls, and we will start right now. We start with one of my favorites, Marvin in the Bronx. Good morning, Marv. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Dave, you know I love you because I'm on my way to – I'm a CW postgraduate, and they're playing Villanova Day. I'm taking my grandkids out to the game. Is but the I game out, uh, out on Long Island? Yeah, it's out there at Post. Out in Old Brookville. That's awesome. All right, enjoy it. Yeah, yo. Know, um, but I couldn't start my day without talking to you, all right? You know I am a die. I bleed pinstripes. Oh, I know you do, Marv. I know you do. This, we will not collapse. But I did predict what was going to happen to the Mets, all right? Marv, you know, here's the thing. Right back at you, you know I adore you, right? You know, you know I absolutely yeah. love you. How, you, how you can call. Any Yankees fan, any Mets fan today, and take shots at the other team, you sound absurd. You cannot call when the Yankees had a 16-game lead that is now two in the loss column and say, I knew this would happen to the Mets. You're, you're not allowed to do that. Hey, I agree. I love the imitation of my voice. That's a compliment. But I'm going to tell you this, all right? When all said and done in the last day, we will win this division, all right? I know it looks bad, and, and my wife's a Mets fan. She's giving it to me. But you know what? At the end of the day, I will be in the playoffs, all right? And I'll get a bye, all right? So you can laugh at me now, and I know – No, Marv, it, Mar- I, I, I adore you. Go enjoy the game, CW Post and, and, uh, and, and Villanova. I, I honestly, and, and I say this, and thanks for the call, I say this out of, out of love and adoration. That call is an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. The fact that the Yankees fan is dancing around as the Mets are squandering and have squandered this entire lead, your team is horrendous. You're, you guys had a 16-game lead. 16! That is down to two in the loss column. And you have the, the what, what do you say, chutzpah to come on and say, I knew the Mets would collapse. No, you're not. You're, I'm sorry. You are not entitled to that right. That is embarrassing is what it is. Embarrassing. Yov and Israel. Yo, I love Yov and Israel. And on a Saturday, too. Good morning, Yov. Good morning, Dave. Why are the Yankees are insisting to ruin the first week of football? Why are they doing this to me, Dave? It, it feel, you know what, Yov? It, feel, it feels like baseball is saying, go. Go to football because yeah. we are falling apart before your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, leave us alone. Don't watch the game. You can watch Sunday. You don't even need to watch the Sunday game. Just go watch the Red Zone and the Giants and the Giants. We don't care. We, we, we fall apart. That's what it seems like. But it still ruined my weekend, Dave. And I got to tell you, if, they, if the New York Yankees collapse, and lose this division, this be the most embarrassing collapse in the history of sports. And I think they will need to do a big clean in the house and fire Cashman. And they won't, not, they won't do that because Cashman likes family to the Steimer family, and it's just embarrassing, Dave. Very embarrassing. It's, it's awful. I mean, it is absolutely awful what's happening right now. And thanks for the call. It's awful. I mean, you, you're, do you realize you're on the verge of an epic collapse? Epic. 
like 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 almost never seen before in the history of baseball. We talk all I don't talk all the time anymore, but 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 it's often discussed how the Red Sox had what a 14 game lead on the Yankees in August and they lost it and they had to play that the, the Bucky bleeping dent game. Remember that? Which amazingly enough is, is you know like 40 plus years ago. But right, but that's the one you look back on and like that's the clock. Or the Mets that had a seven game lead with 17 to play and lost it. This was a 16 game lead. They were 15 game. I think I think this is accurate. I think I saw this. They were 15 games up on the Rays on August 2nd, and there's a chance you get tomorrow night and they're tied in the loss column. Now, I mean, if you're the Yankee, you just, you have to split these next two. That's what you have to do. You have to figure out a way. And today's what? Kluber? It's, I mean, it's not like Corey Kluber is Cy Young. It's Kluber against Tyone. Give me one. Give me one outing. I don't care if it, I don't care if it's today. I don't care if it's tomorrow. Give me one seven inning, one run performance where the left fielder can can make the plays. Right, where, where the where the defense doesn't soil themselves. One day of that. Neil in the Bronx. Neil, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven. Good morning, Dave. Thank you for taking my call. I put a one-line rhyme sentence that describes the Yankees after the All-Star break. And, Dave, it goes like this. After the All-Star break, the Yankees have lost their life. They're not playing truth to form, and they're losing their stripes on the Yankees' uniform. How do you like that, Dave? I don't love it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here for rhyming, to be honest with you. Uh, you, have anything, <laughs> you have any, I mean, really, I mean, I'm not. You and, I ha- and I have an Aaron Judge question, too. You have um, an Aaron, Aaron Judge, Judge rhyme or just a, just a question? No, a uh, question, right. Okay. If right. Aaron Judge ties or breaks the Maris's record, I still believe that he is not going to re-sign with the Yankees no matter how much money they offer him because he wants to go with a team that's going to go to the World Series Every year, at least guaranteed to get there every year to win some rings because he's 30 years old. He what, just what got you, married, Neil, and it doesn't Neil, seem like Neil, it's happening. Neil, with the thank game. you for the rhyme. Thank you for the for the question. What, what do you mean a team that's guaranteed? Who is guaranteed to go to the World Series every year? So, so then you expect him to go to either Houston or the Dodgers or the Braves. No, the two teams that are getting a lot of discussion, the Giants and the Cubs. And I wonder if the Mets would get themselves involved in the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. But this this notion of whether if he breaks the record, he might leave, or if he doesn't break the record, or if they win the whole uh, you have no idea. You have no idea what the intent is for this team right now with Aaron Judge. But I will tell you this. I heard a soundbite this week, and I don't know if Harvey can somehow find it, from Randy Levine who said the Yankees intend to put a very competitive offer on the board. And I almost threw up in my mouth. You're the Yankees. You don't put up very competitive offers. You should be putting an offer on the table for this guy that says, we want you, and there's nowhere else that you realistically can get to. Why? Because we're the Yankees. That's why. Let's take a listen. Here's Randy Levine, Yankees president, with this quote about Aaron Judge, and they plan to make a competitive offer. We love Aaron Judge. We think Aaron Judge is a all-time Yankee. We think he's a great player, beyond great player. We think he's a great person. Uh, that's why we offered him the highest position player contract in the history of the Yankees. I admire him that uh, he went out and took this upon his shoulders. And we'll sit down with him and, and, and hopefully 
figure it out. There's no question we want him back. There's no question we value him. And at the end of the day, he is a Yankee. Like with all free agents, being a Yankee is really, really important. It brings a lot that maybe other locations don't. I mean, now we're talking about the home run chase with Babe Ruth and Roger Maris, two Yankees. So what, what does that mean? Am I missing something? Is he sitting there telling me that because they're the Yankees and they allow you to be on center stage on such a dramatic level that now you should sign there for a discount? Is that, I mean, is that a crazy thing to, to garner from what he's saying? How about this? Go make him an offer which he can't say no to and be done with it, which is really what you should have done in the first place when you had exclusive negotiating rights and you messed it up. And now you're going to go from spending, I don't know what, Eight years and two thirty to eight years and three fifty. So good for you. You cost yourself a hundred plus million dollars if you're the Yankees. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. More Yankees. You, you, I mean, the Mets are sitting here staring up at Atlanta, and we'll get to the football in the ten o'clock hour. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Rothenberg with you solo on a Saturday on ninety eight seven. ESPN. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. Sorry, Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. So, as you know, we've graduated Ty Butler, who is now a host all by himself, which is a big deal. And we've graduated Jake Montgomery as well, who's also um, found fame and fortune. He's running social media now for 9870 ESPN. So I'm, I'm in the process of looking for people. And I'm auditioning these two fine gentlemen today. Uh, Harvey Cruz and Joe Leo. Now, Joe, let me ask you this. You're very, you're very quiet. Like, you don't have much to say. Are you, are you a quiet man by nature? Hmm. That's very telling. You're a, qui- you're a quiet man by nature. Harvey, are you, are, I mean, I'm looking for a guy. Do you think you could handle being my guy? Sure. I mean, I don't know what the process entails, um, but I believe I could. I, I need. Could. Like, have you ever seen Ray Donovan? No. I need like a fixer. I need like whatever issues I get into. Like, like for instance, I pull into a parking spot where uh, it's illegal to park. Maybe I need you to sit in the car for a little bit. Maybe maybe you have to sit in the car for 10, 15 minutes to make sure that the, the police don't come and, and give me a ticket. Like I just need I need someone to handle my things. And and to be uh, helpful on air as well. Um, are you sure that sitting in a car to avoid tickets is one of the requirements? I've heard about this luxurious car, by the way. Uh, yes, um, it's. I, I have many requirements. And uh, now, I mean, God forbid, Joe actually turn the microphone on and, and and speak to me. Apparently, he's he's scared. Are you are you nervous of of talking on the radio, Joe? Is that the issue with you? No, not at all. Well, there you, there you are. So let me. So Joe Leo, that's made up, right? There's no way you're true. Are you in witness protection or something? No, that's my given name. Your given name is Joe Leo. Yep, Joseph Edward Leo. But like when your parents came over on the Mayflower or something, it was it was like Joseph was, Leopold or so, it something, was Leo. right? Leo, uh, to my knowledge, and you know I've tracked it down at Ellis Island. To my knowledge, it is a. Uh, it is Leo. Really? How about that? Are you not a fan of two first names? Uh, no, my dad always told me be wary of, of people with two first names, actually. 
So I am a, a little bit leery. And then I talked to him on the air, and he was, you know, not responding. So I, I don't know. I, which one of you two really wants to be my guy is the question. Jody, Dave, do you want to be my guy? Dave, the last time I did this, and this, this was the uh, last time I did your show, was, was Jake's last day. We've been yeah. over this. I want to be your guy. You want to be my guy. I, I'm here for it. And Harvey, do you want to be my guy? Sure. What I'll do is I'll leave it to Joe first, and if he stumbles, then I'll take his place. So you're willing to step aside and allow Joe to be the guy? Yes. Uh, I believe that Joe um, is more willing with his voice and how, how passionate he sounds about this. So I will, I will leave it to him. Joe, let me put you through a little test uh, test case first here. Okay. okay. Uh, your football team is who? The Jets. <laughs> That's 0 for 1. Your baseball team is who? The Yankees. You're 0 for 2. Your hockey team? The Rangers. You're 1 for 3. And your basketball team? The Nets. You're 1 for 4. And do you have a college basketball team? My college basketball team is Iona. All right. I like Iona, too. Uh, you didn't go to Iona, did you? Yes, I did. All right. So that makes sense. Did you cover them with Patino? Yes, I did. All right. Look at you. Look at you. All right. So you're one for four with Iona kind of over on the side. So it's not it's not great. Do you despise the Giants? No, I don't despise the Giants. My dad's a Giant fan. Okay. How'd you become a Jets fan? My grandmother. Your grand so you took after your, your grandma Leo. Yes. How about that? All right. I think I'm done interrogating you for the moment. If I were to to pull into the station and say I need someone to sit in my car for a few minutes while uh while I get some some errands done, is that something you'd be willing to do? Absolutely. Uh huh. If I said to you, you know what, uh, I've had too much to drink. I'm going to leave my car in the city. Can you can you deliver it up to my home in Westchester the following day? Is that something you would do? Sure. If I said I I change I I got a flat tire and and I'm incapable of changing the tire on my own, which is hypothetical completely, would you be willing to change the tire for me? Uh, I could call AAA for you. <laughs> so you hypothetically also cannot change a tire. Uh, hypothetically, yes. Right. Interesting. Interesting. All right. You're, you're up for consideration. Be ready at moment's notice to pop on and talk to me. Because in any moment, I might want to talk with someone. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Time for a Diamond Notes brought to you by 2 by London, the engagement shop at London Jewelers. Yankees fans are all, all upset. All bothered, all angry, all you know what it is. Richard in Jacksonville. We go down to Florida. Good morning, Rich. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, hey, Dave. How great was Avi on uh, on Ray Donovan? Unbelievable. That was uh, Stephen Bauer. Yeah, yeah, which is, makes it even cooler. Yeah, absolutely. So on the Yankees, I'm not one of those. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm not one of those like reactionary freakout fans. I think moving away to Florida. And looking at outsiders' views of how people see the Yankees made me understand things a little better. Like, I just want them to play well. I think a World Series every 10 years is reasonable. You know, I'm not going to go nuts. But my question for you is this. On the Aaron Judge thing, is there something more complicated than the fact that they just decided to go to arbitration over $4 million? Am I missing something? Is it that? Did they really go to arbitration over $4 million with Aaron Judge? They did. They, they sure did. I, I don't I don't so, know why. I don't know why they didn't just give him the like, like obviously. And he said nothing to the contrary, except that odd interview with Marley Rivera. But obviously, yeah, there's, so, there's, know, yeah. there's some uneasy feeling between Aaron Judge and the Yankees. Why would you well, not if you're the Yankees just say, you know what, we're going to give you uh, what was it? Twenty one or 17? Why not, we're 21 gonna give you 21 versus 17 right. million. And my question, yeah, I mean, you know, and what's so crazy, as you know, in New York, like where every story is covered to the nth degree, 
that's the story that is underplayed, and for, that is the biggest thing out there. Like, in, in perspective to what Randy Levine said, that, that whatever you want to call him, that is just an unbelievably arrogant gas bag statement that came out of his mouth. I don't, I don't like that. it either, Rich. And I think, I think it's a good phone call you just produced, and thank you for it, and I appreciate it. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like it either. This, this, you know, I mean, it felt like we're the Yankees, and Ruth played here, and Maris played here, and Mantle played here, and you wouldn't be getting any of the media coverage if you were playing in God knows where with 55 home runs right now. So come back to the Yankees because this is where your bread is buttered. What are you talking about? What does that mean? Let's go to uh, Lou and Manalapan. Lou, you're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, Lou. Hey, Dave. Happy Friday. Happy Saturday. Happy weekend to you, Lou. Happy weekend to football Sunday right Mm. around the corner, finally. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about these Yankee fans, Dave. You know, when you tune in on, on Saturday morning and you hear, like, shots from Marvin in the Bronx, like, about the Mets, like, if you're not looking at the standings, like, you could have all the confidence in the world that the Yankees will win and, and be the, the AL East champs, but the fact that the Mets still could come in second place and still win 100 games, it, it just shows you how good the Braves are and the Mets are and how good the division is because maybe the Phillies get in there as well. So, you know, the fact that Yankee fans are looking across, across in Queens and they want to talk about what the Mets might – do if they don't finish him first it, it has nothing to do with the postseason setup. Lou on, honestly it's pathetic and I say that in it both ways in both ways right now if you're a Yankees fan who's looking at the Mets and saying I mean look at look at this team and they're falling apart and they fall into second you're pathetic and if you're a Mets fan yeah. saying look at the Yankees 16 game lead is now down to to a mere two in the loss column you're also absolutely well, unequivocally pathetic well and i think it's i think it's hilarious considering the fact that the yankees had had this uh expectation that they were going to be compared to 98 at the end of this season anyway and they were the first team to 70 wins and they they have they've looked more like the mets post all-star break than the mets have and the mets can't beat these crappy teams in the in the nl so yeah you're you're 100 percent right but one one point before uh you let me go about football okay can we can we just let can we just let the Jets and the Giants play football this year? I understand that the negativity can be there, and and you know we don't know what's going to well, happen. And it might let, look like, like we, we watch them, Lou. We watch them, and we don't make commentary on well, what they're we doing. Analyze, well, we analyze. Well, we analyze. Here's the thing: I'm a Jets fan. You know that. I, I don't want I don't want the whole season to ride or die on on the fact that Zach Wilson's a question mark. I think they drafted. I think they drafted a bunch of really good players. If Sauce Gardner and the defense shows improvement this year because they got Sauce Gardner and Quan Alexander and they have a really good defensive line and, and you know, they, they look like they're repairing the damaged, you know, roster of last year, I think that there should be some fairness in, in the way we analyze this, these teams, you know, specifically talking about the Jets. But well, I, I, listen, the Lou, 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 and thanks for the call and have a great weekend. Uh, I think that you have to – I mean, listen, the, the Jets are ahead of the Giants in the rebuild process, right? The, the Giants are where the Jets were seemingly last season, where you're really in the midst of cleaning this thing up. And if you have a bad season, at least you feel like you're starting to clean it up. The Jets should not – I mean, if Gardner's great, wonderful. If Garrett Wilson's great, amazing. If, if Vera Tucker continues to improve, like Blake and Thompson, all those important. 
You're not doing anything unless you have a quarterback. So it's always going to boil down to what is the quarterback in this situation. And right now, right or wrong, there's a lot of questions when it comes to the quarterback of the New York Jets for injuries and beyond. And in some strange, weird way, that was uh, that was Diamond Notes. Brought to you by Two by London, the engagement shop by London Jewelers. Picker designed the perfect engagement ring to fit every budget at any of their six area locations. Get involved, people, in the baseball, because we're going to go bye-bye very soon. And starting at 10 o'clock, we're going to morph into NFL Weekend. It's Rothenberg with you solo right here on 98.7. The Dave Rothenberg Show on 98.7 ESPN. Rothenberg with you solo on a Saturday morning. You want Yankees conversation, you've come to the right place, but not for long. Getting into the NFL starting at 10 o'clock, and then, of course, your favorite segment, Stump Rothenberg. The pressure is on Joe and Harvey. I mean, the pressure is on those guys. Their first foray into Stump Rothenberg um, by themselves. So, uh, today's Yankees injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spine and Sports Medicine. Guys, I mean, we could sit here and spend the next 45 minutes on the Yankees' injury report. Stanton, clearly not healthy. I don't know the foot, which they claim it is now, or the Achilles, or whatever it is. He's not healthy. Pinch hit last night, grounded out. Uh, I don't know when you'll see him in the lineup every day. That, that's for starter. Rizzo can't get out of bed because of the epidural injection that apparently has him woozy and not feeling well and he- headachey. Um, LeMahieu was put on the I.L. Benintendi may miss the rest of the season. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. And I get it. Yankees are ravaged by injuries, but again, this is just part of the game. You know, this is this is what you have to deal with. At some point in the season, you typically are ravaged by injuries. The Yankees just happen to have it in the final stages of the season where they are limping to the finish line. And that's the Yankees injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spine and Sports Medicine. Total Ortho Express is Long Island's premier orthopedic immediate care where no appointment is actually needed. After all, time doesn't heal wounds. They do. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phones and let's let's try to go rapid fire through some of these these callers so we can switch over to the Giants and the Jets. Uh, Charlie in Manhattan. Good morning, Charlie, who's unhappy with me. How you doing? What's up, buddy? I, I got to be honest with you, Dave. I, I listen to your show in the morning every day, and here, here's my issue with the Yankees and your takes on the Yankees. All right. You, you said all year, you know, we obviously we got out to a great start. You, we, we were 30, 40 games above, and you said enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride. and get all those calls from Yankees fans saying, oh, we're not as good as we're, you know, we're playing right now, and they were right. It just seems like it's the same story for the last, like, 10 years. We win 97 games a year. We get to the playoffs, and we can't do it. At, at some point, like, I, I get it. The injuries are not Boone's fault at all, I, pretty much. But, like, how do you – what's the barometer of determining if a, a manager is good anymore these days? Uh, I, I guess, I guess it does metric, he have control – firstly, they want them to be kind to the players, and I think that Boone is that guy. They want them to be the mouthpiece for the organization, and I think he's good with that as well. What, 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 what do you want? Like, what, what would ideally make you happy – from Aaron Boone, do you do you think he's lost the players? Do you think he's lost the clubhouse? Do you think do you no, think I, if you I, brought I, in listen, I, 
Do you think if you brought in another manager right now, you would have a tremendous difference? No, not right now. But what I'm saying is, what if if we lose in the in the division series? Like, how do you how do you judge and and grade a manager if all he's going to do is oh well the numbers say you got to do this and we just want a manager to, to to have a good relationship with the players? Then how do you fire a manager then? How do you fire a manager? I, I think here would be here would be my first question for you. Do you look at Aaron Boone? Don't hang up on him yet. Do you look at Aaron Boone and say to yourself, if you had a different manager here right now, they would be doing better than they are? I, I, I do. I okay. do think there's other managers in Major League Baseball that – you're telling me if Buck Showalter wasn't manager of the – Buck Showalter is incredible. He's incredible. Everywhere he's gone, he's won. I, I, listen, I agree with you, but game. Charlie, what, what's happened to Buck Showalter? All of a sudden, the Mets have gone from, from here to there, right? They've taken a tremendous sure, step back. sure, but Buck – but Buck Showalter's been with the Mets for only like a year. We've had Aaron Boone for years. And he, he leads you to the postseason every months. year. Listen, I don't think, and thanks for the call. Now we'll, we'll move on. I don't think that, that Boone is is great, but I certainly don't think that he's the reason that things have fallen apart here. Is is I mean, is it Aaron Boone's fault that Aaron Hicks can't make a, a, a catch? Is is it is that Aaron Boone's fault? Like, like at some point you just have to look and say the players need to be better. They need to be better. It's not okay to have this continual mediocre play. And, you know, I mean, is it his fault that Kiner Falefa makes, he makes a lot of errors? We were told that he was this elite shortstop or third baseman or wherever he played, and uh, he made another error last night. It's just, at some point, you, you need the players to produce. And it's hard because you're playing with guys that probably shouldn't be everyday players right now, but you have to figure, you have to figure it out. Ryan and Malvern. Ryan, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, you know, Dave, I'm a big a fan of yours. Thank you. Um, I have a I have a big problem. I don't blame it on Boone, but I definitely blame it on, you know, Cashman. Because you telling us that you held back Bobby so we couldn't get Castillo, right? So why is he not up there playing? Why did you make the trade? I know it's like a clock thing if they bring him up, bring him up here. Well, maybe they, he's not ready yet, too. Start. Right, it's it's possible that they see him as an absolute burgeoning superstar, but he's not at that point yet. That's that's a possibility. Okay, fair. Okay, I give you that. Okay, fair. But what 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 is you know we needed Castillo bad. So what is the option? Look look how Hicks is playing. How can you keep playing somebody? And, and like the only thing I would say about Boone, he he don't have. Uh, I don't think his hands are, are open so he could take these players and hold them totally accountable. That's the only thing I can say because they they come on look at look at Torres look look at what Hicks did last night we really needed that game look at IKF come on and you trade for Donaldson I never remember Gio Shella being that bad no I know it was a, that, you him. know listen I, I got to be honest with you if you said to me and thanks for the call Ryan if you said you have to place blame on one of these guys one of these guys Cashman or Boone for me it's Cashman. A lot of the moves he makes are, are are not good moves. They're just not. I mean, Kiner Falefa, I, I'm sorry. I was sold a bill of goods about Kiner Falefa that's, in my mind, is just not legitimate. He's just not the player, and he's, he's fine. But I needed to bring on Josh Donaldson's salary to bring in a guy that's fine? Let's go to one more. Jeff in Long Island. Jeff, good morning. You're on 98.7, buddy. No, I mean Jeff. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you've never done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's great, Jeff. H- hello. What? What was that? Joe Leo. What was that? 
No, no, no. I'm sorry. We can't be having this. We can't be having guys on speakers not paying attention to the show. Who's, but who's but whose fault is that? Joe Leo, his whole responsibility is supposed to be no speaker, no Bluetooth. When he when he brings you up on the air, get right to your point. No. What, what, what was that? I'm backing him up. He said no speaker to the guy. I'm not sure what the you guy don't know took that. in turn. You, you're lying to me. What do you mean I'm lying to you? I don't believe you're being honest with me right now at this moment. Well, how dare you? I think I think I'm telling truth here. Mike, I'm going to put you on hold. Oh, so, so now he's putting that guy on hold. <laughs> Is he doing the appropriate you know, prerequisite work with him? We're making it happen. I'm not, I'm not sure what the Carters are thinking, but we're making it happen here. All right. 1-800-919-3776. Great Yankees talk. Great Mets talk. Hour one. More Yankees than Mets. Because it feels like the Yankees are in some way collapsing more than the Mets, doesn't it? It's always the most dysfunctional that gets the majority of the conversation. We're, we're going to switch over to football where there's going to be a, a lot of dysfunction. You, the, the Giants and the Jets and what to expect from week one around the NFL as well. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN.